podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Spark innovation across your federal agency with IT hardware, software, and services from Connection Public Sector Solutions. Your technology procurement challenges will meet their match as Connection's dedicated account managers offer exceptional customer service and our extensive list of supported federal contracts means you'll always get a price that works for your budget. Learn more about innovation for your agency with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily. This is your what day is it? Tuesday night show. Jesus, I don't even know what day it is. Uh, Liverpool have just beaten Genk by two goals to one at Anfield in game week four of the Champions League. A little bit lackluster. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that from the start. But, um, look, it's one of those where a job was done and we top the group now and, and, and results against Napoli looks like it will put us through to the knockout stages. With me tonight is a good friend of ours on the trippers and it is Sean Dunn. Sean, how are you, my man? Not too bad, guys. How's things, Pat? I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Um, do you know what? Tonight, what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, I'm just going to go through what we thought of the team because there was a few surprises there, and then just touch on a couple of players throughout the game. And of course, we'll have as I'm going to do with all guests um, this week. Uh, have a little look at Man City and get your prediction. Um, this show is, of course, is brought to you by Paddy Power, um, a bookies, a website, and an app. If you gamble, please gamble responsibly and try to do so with Paddy Power. Um, few people into the chat room straight away. Um, Amos says, about time, lads, uh, you kept us waiting. I left it a little bit later tonight, Eamon, because when the game finishes at 10 to 10, I know people like to watch the, you know, post-match interviews and, and analysis and stuff like that. I can tell you, I watched on Irish TV tonight and genuinely I thought the two, um, commentators were on the cans from early on. Uh, but it was one of those. It was one of those. Uh, uh, Grape Juice says three points is all that matters. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, Richard said, good work, lads, tonight. Uh, you never walk alone. I don't know whether that's from us or from the team, but um, if it's from us or if it's for us, uh, thanks very much. He says, doing an excellent job. It must be for us. Uh, Centurion says, not lacklustre like professional. I get into that Centurion. Um, I love the way me and you kind of have different opinions. I'd actually love to have you on one night and have a, have a chat with you because uh, me and you have different opinions on football and that's what I love. Um, when I say lacklustre, I I'm gonna stick with that, but I, I'll get to it as we go. Sean, the the, the lineup, right? Um, surprised everyone. There's no doubt about that. Um, were you surprised? Were you you were, you were definitely surprised. I know that because everyone was by by the lineup you put out. But I think the biggest one for me was was the Salah play it and 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 plays all the game. Does he, he doesn't come off near the end. No, he plays all the game. That that's a massive surprise for me. Was it for you? Absolutely, yeah. 
Definitely. I, I didn't think he'd play at all, to be honest, which I know he trained during the week and everything. But I just thought that was him going through the motions, getting ready for Sunday more than anything else. But for, the, for him to start tonight and play the full 90 was, I thought it was crazy, but it, it worked. So what can we say? Yeah, no, it did work, but like, you know, we seen him at the weekend and he comes on and off on about 60, 65 minutes, if I remember rightly, against Aston Villa. People were saying he was carrying a knock. That ankle hasn't recovered. Surely that puts the ankle injury to bed tonight if he's out there playing, you know, um, three days later and playing the 90. Yeah, no, definitely it does. But one thing I have to say about it is I noticed him getting into a wee bit more of a groove tonight. He seemed, especially when he was taking on players, he was gliding by a few wee bit easier than he was, say, against Villa. More stuff was coming off for him. Whether that was the quality of opposition or not, I'm not too sure, but he just seemed a wee bit more back to himself tonight. Um. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into I'll get into him in a bit more detail. Um, <laughs> I'll get into him in a bit more detail in a little while. We, we'll move away from from back to front as we go. All right. Um, uh, not Red says Salah's knocking on the door. Hopefully, he hits City on Sunday. That's the feeling I have. Not Red. I'm being honest with you. Um, Chris says shooting practice needed. Maybe so. Um, not Red again says the Oxwater signing seems to be finding a bit of a gear, although I had slight concerns over him in the first half as well, which I will get into as we go. Um, Kevin Sullivan says Salah got in good positions only, um, much more lively. He was, but again, I'll get, I'll get into stuff. Um, I would worry for the chance conversion, but we are getting away with it more for more than two years, says Centurion. Yeah, I'd be a little bit worried about the conversion. I just, just, I suppose there will be edgy games as we go, you know, win by the odd goal. But I think if we are a little bit more clinical in, in the last couple of games, we'd be our side and we wouldn't be even having this conversation about lackluster or shooting practice and stuff like that. Sean, Allison's in goal, plays well, concedes a goal, not his fault, does everything he needs to do, makes a couple of good saves. So I'm going to leave him alone. Um, Milner at left back, done a job. But I think the change for Robertson was correct. It gave us a more natural width on the left. Trent was grand. Didn't see much problems there. Great interception in the first half. A ball across the box and he gets a toe on it to get it out for a corner. Um, Van Dijk was Van Dijk. I thought he, he wandered into midfield a little bit there tonight and I didn't like to see it. Um, Almost as looking as if he was looking for something to do, Gav. He got a little bit bored. It, it was a little bit like that, but what happened was when he got in there, he was nearly looking for one twos. I mean, he didn't come off. We looked a bit open, but yeah. look, he probably was a bit bored and probably wanted to um, liven things up a little bit. Joe Gomez at the back is the one I want to speak about, though. Um, it, you know, I, I think it's perfectly clear that Lovren will play um, on Sunday now, um, and not because of performance tonight. I just think with, with Joe Gomez getting minutes there, I can't see him playing on Sunday. I'm going to be honest with you, but his performance tonight for you, Sean. What did you make of it? I'll, I'll let you go first before I, I give any thoughts or, or try to influence you on what you're going to say. No, yeah. Like, I thought he was grand. He didn't have too much to do. Um, his concentration levels, all Gavin, that that worries me an awful lot, to be honest with you. He just, he's very rash in his thinking and he is forever letting the ball bounce. And it's, it's something that, I don't know, he's... He just seems like he switches off a little bit too much for me. He's good on the when he's on the ball, he's not too bad. His, his speed makes up for an awful lot of mistakes for him. But um, I think I thought he got through the game okay. Just I don't know. He's, he seems like he's still a good bit off for me before he gets back into that starting lineup. Um, yeah, look, Kevin Sullivan says he's not going to turn to Gomez, but he was his poor on night. 
uh, sorry, Kev says, you, you don't need to apologise. Um, Centurion, of course, is not sure of the Lovren show after he says, I think he'll definitely start. Uh, he thinks Gomez is in for a show. I don't know where the Centurion's winding me up now, but I, I kind of like it. Uh, Chris Bross says, um, poor Gomez. <coughs> sorry, Gomez was poor again. For me, he was okay first half. Um, you know, he, he got in, he won, he won tackles, he was front foot. That was all right. That, I, I had no problem with him. Um, but second half, I thought, do you know what I, I, I thought, John? And, and I don't know whether, I don't know whether I'm reading this completely wrong, but he looked like a player that was trying too hard to impress. You know, like going yeah. out there, going out there and thinking, this is my chance to impress and just playing his natural game where he's decent in the air. He's good. He's decent with the ball at his feet when he can spread it to, to, to the likes of Trent or into midfield. He has pace to burn, whereas people get in behind him, he can, he can make up that ground. And just watching his line with Van Dijk and stuff, he, he stepped out of the line a few times and got caught in behind. But to me, in the second half, he just looked like someone that was trying too hard to impress. And because of that, he was getting pulled out of position. He was rash. He was trying to win balls that weren't there to win. Is it worrying for you at all about Joe Gomez? Because the Joe Gomez I seen at the start of last season was exceptional, but he was doing everything simple really really well and he was covering himself and he was very very extremely good but now i'm looking at him and thinking is he just low on confidence and he's trying to negate that by by i don't know being being a bit rash and trying to over impress do i have that completely wrong no i think you're actually spot on the money because i think he's actually trying to play a catch-up to matic a wee bit too much and not allowing himself to come back naturally in terms of, he's, as you're saying there, he's, he's trying to over-impress every time he plays now, instead of just playing his natural game, and as you say, just getting through them, minute by minute, but he's like he, he is constantly making these mad decisions, and as you say again, he's getting caught out, he's, he's going into challenges that aren't there, and leaving a huge amount of space in behind them. So it, it is, but it's worrying at the moment, because he's, it's chalk and cheese in comparison to the player at the start of last season. Yeah, no, like, I'm, like, I've, I've, um, I've, I've no, um, oh, sorry, Centurion says, Gav with his classic argument, no handle, so the right wing was exposed. I get to that, Centurion, I promise. Um, but, you, you know, like, there was one in the second half there where the ball goes out towards, towards the, the, I suppose, the subs bench, you know, it's out that, that direction. Um, so people watching on telly know what I'm talking about. Goes out towards there, the forward is running after it, there's nothing, there's nothing happening. The forward looks like he's gonna try, push it down the wing and run after it. Gomez has plenty of pace to, to deal with that. And he just barges into the back of the guy. And I'm kind of going, no, that's that's you being too eager now. You know, it's, yeah. it's just being too eager. So, do you know what I'd love to see? I'd love to see him, I'd love to see him just go out and play a game where head it when it needs to be headed, pass it when it needs to be passed. If, if, you, if you have a, a striker in control of the ball, get up behind him, you know, put pressure on him. And... You just defend like you've, you've, you've been defending when it, when it goes back to last year. I just hope it's a case of him trying to over impress and hopefully Klopp goes and Klopp in the backroom staff says, look, stop being so eager, calm down, relax. You know, the kind of way, like even yeah. when they have a chance there second half where the, the fullback chips are over the back, um, of our defense. And when you look back at it, Gomez is nearly out in the right back position. And I'm kind of going, why is he over there trying to, to deal with that? Stay in your position and, and you cut that out, you know, that kind of way. So maybe it's just one of those where it's, um, it's just over eagerness and he probably needs to settle down and, and be told probably from a couple of people, listen, you're good. You have the quality. Stop trying to do too much because, you know, it's actually not doing you much benefit. So we'll have and to I'm wait. Surprised, I'm surprised he's actually been like that playing next to Van Dyke, especially tonight. Like, I remember <clears> maybe <throat> with Lavern or playing next to Maddock or something like that where, 
you know, there usually is a little bit more on nerve at the back. But playing next to Van Dijk, I was surprised to see him being so rash again. Yeah, no, it, it, it's just, like, don't get me wrong, the first half, I thought he was fine. He, the line was good. They weren't getting, the, the one chance, the one bit where Trent gets a good interception, I thought, oh, I did think, where's Gomez for that? Because it's gone over Van Dijk's head, and I'm thinking, where's the centre half? But he kind of got pulled towards it. But look, these things happen as well, and your full-back's meant to be around the back covering you anyway, so that's that's yeah. absolutely fine. I just thought he got over-eager um, at times, and I'd like to see him, I'd like to see someone tell him to stop it. Because if he just looks at himself and says, I'm good in the air, I'm, I'm quick, I've, I'm good defensively, I can hold the line with Van Dyke, I can pass, I can distribute the ball very well, he'd be absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. Um, Stephen Max says, poor finishing by all of them. Yeah, um, we will get to that as well as we, as we walk our way through the team. Centurion says, let's not focus on defensive friendlies just yet. A win and a draw in the, a, a win for us and a draw in the other game. Also, the linesman didn't flag a few offsides. The linesman was insane. Um, there was one in the first half where uh, it's actually down Gomez's side. Van Dijk steps out. Your man's about three yards offside. He gets the ball about 30 yards from goal. Linesman still has no flag up until your man literally gets to the end line. It was absolutely um, unreal. I just The linesman at the time, I don't know what they're at. Because when you engage with a ball and you've been offside, just put the flag up. What are you waiting to see what happens? If he goes in and scores... You know, is he, is he just having a laugh? Let's see if he can score here and then I'll stick the flag up. A little little game in his own head, I don't know. Um, into midfield, uh, Fabinho was okay. I thought he was okay. I thought he lost the ball a couple of times. He looked, you know what, I don't know whether you agree, Sean, but having missed the, the Villa game um, and didn't play in the League Cup, did he look a bit rusty to you? Yeah, he looked a wee bit out of sync, just with his surroundings and everything else. He just, the just seemed that wee bit off the pace. Nothing too dramatic now or anything. He was good, but as you say, just a wee bit sloppy in his pass at times. And just getting around the pitch, he just he was a wee bit off it. Nothing, but uh, nothing to concern you. No, nothing to concern me. I think do you know what? he got through the game and he was he was our, he was our, he wasn't our best midfielder, but he, he done a job and. It's a it's a nice a nice enough game for him to just get back into the rhythm and he can feel like he can walk on he can he can push on now for Sunday you know. Um, Centurion says positives the new lad called Ox is showing form he really is he, he really is going forward um, he really is. Uh, he also says uh, Kate didn't get injured and showed something. Mm, I slightly disagree with that, but we'll talk about him in a second. Uh, Kevin Sullivan says it's the difference between um, the Prem and Europe. They let they let play go that extra bit longer. I don't know why. If he's offside and he has the ball, I don't know why. Um, because he's offside, you know, it's as simple as that. Um, but Fabinho was okay. We'll we get over him. Um, I thought when Alden was, was our best midfielder from start to finish, I thought one ball, even when it broke down, he was there, he was getting hold of it. He was, I, I thought he was our best midfielder. Do you, do you agree or disagree with that one? No, I go along with that. He was he was excellent on the ball, especially tonight. Everything was just clever little passes, and he done exceptionally well for the goal as well. That was a great finish. Yeah, he got in there, and um, for a guy that doesn't get a lot of goals for Liverpool, or be in the box a hell of a lot as people as a lot of people would like, he gets in there, and it's a little poacher's goal. I liked it. Um, you know, it's it's just one of those. Naby Keita is the big talking point of the game um, for me. You know, I've seen people on, 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 on Twitter saying he was he was the difference in the game, he was this, he was that, as the other. Do you know what? I'm struggling to see it, Sean. And I, I hate to say it because I'm a massive fan of Naby Koita. I really am. I'm a massive fan of him. I think he's, I, I think he has everything to go and, um, you know, be a brilliant, brilliant player for Liverpool. 
it, it may be just a case of him coming back. You know, we give Ox a lot of time and, and patience with regards to coming back from his injury. Keita got ruined in the summer, let's be honest about it, with the whole African Nations thing. But today I thought, tidy on the ball. Um, was looking for openings, bit unlucky with one or two. He puts a Rigi in, I think, misses a chance. He has a chance himself that he's a bit unlucky with. People, I heard the commentator say, oh, Salah's frustrated there. Salah can't be looking for that ball across the box. The ankle's too tight. It has to no. be a shot. But th- the only concern for me is going backwards. Um, going backwards, he looks like players are gliding by him and he's just, he just looks like he's, he looks like he's, I don't know, like when he's running backwards, he looks like, He's running into a massive headwind. <laughs> that's that's the only way I can put it. You know, I'm, I, I don't know what what's your feelings on him tonight and overall, I suppose. Well, tonight anyway, I thought he he was fine. He was grand. There was, there was nothing too major out of him. He was like that on the ball. He was okay. Tried to make a few driving runs. Better man once or twice. Maybe his decision making wasn't great at times, but he was not. He was nothing more than average. That was it. He, it was it was grand. Uh, I think people are just jumping on it that he is an average game and people want it to be a lot more than it actually is because so many people want him to succeed and rightfully so. Uh, like you, I think he's a... I, I'd want him to be amazing. I think he's an amazing player. The potential is there for it, but he, he's not showing an awful lot of it yet, Gav. So he's not. And I don't know whether it is down to all these injuries that he's had. But as you, when defensively, though... It is worrying. I've said it to you already that I think he's he's a liability defensively, and I didn't think he was going to be that because in the Bundesliga he looked like he was more of an engine in box to box, getting back, making tackles. That people just breeze by him now. Yeah, it's just like you know. I suppose I I don't know whether I'm I'm, I'm waiting for something that that and I'm being I'm ex, I'm waiting and expecting something that's. I've made up in my own head. You know, like, the clips I've seen in the Bundesliga was he get it in tight spots. You know, deep in midfield, centre midfield, even a bit forward, and he burst by a player. A little bit of trickery, low centre of gravity. He burst by a player. They were never getting back to him. And then he'd look for a slide real pass, or he'd get a shot away, or he'd, he'd, he'd you know, he'd, he'd do something, you know, creative around that. Just tonight, don't get me wrong, pretty on the ball. Um, passed it well. Uh, recycled it quite well. As I said, he does open a chance for Rigi and has a chance himself. I just worry that, you know, when we're that high, I'm, I'm, I'm pressing high, that high forward. If you do get by, you know, say for him, like a Firmino pressing or, or a, an Oxley Chamberlain, you're going to back yourself running away from Naby Keita and opening the whole pitch yourself, aren't you? Absolutely. Now, maybe as well, you have to give him something that it was Milner playing left back as well, that maybe not giving him that option going forward if the runner beyond him as well, that maybe if Robbo was there, he can slide a few more passes into him and it looks that bit, bit more impressive. But, I don't know, I just, I didn't see that much from him tonight to think, yeah, he's he's even going to get minutes against City. I don't even think he will there either. Mm. Maverick says, boom, all about the three points. Uh, Centurion says, if I'm to worry for anyone, it's Salah's form. He isolates himself too often from LFC players down the wing. And somebody else said there, he feels that might still be a problem between Mane and Salah. They don't seem to acknowledge each other when they they haven't got a pass to each other or, or they've tried something that hasn't come off, you know. And do you know what? They might have a point. There was one there where Salah's waiting and waiting and waiting to put Mane in and the ball is poor. Salah kind of 
you know, was a bit upset at himself. Man, he's just walking away, not even looking at him over towards the cop to take the corner. But we could be reading way too much into that. I think, do you know what? I think we are, and I think until basically Salah puts one on, on Mane's head and, and, and vice versa in the same game and their hugs and kisses and everything else, that'll never go away, that Burnley thing, because the media drive it. Um, but y- you could look at it there tonight and go, yeah, he looks a bit pissed off from But having said that, it could be just one of those where the players aren't really arsed. They're in second gear, like a lot of people have said, and and just get this game out of the way. I think they're all just waiting for this one Sunday. I really do. Um, they, a few of them had that look off them. Um, let me see. Maverick says Naby needs to play his way back into form. He's not there yet. Yeah, that's absolutely that's absolutely a fair point. You know, I, I, I will back Naby Keita until the day Jurgen Klopp decides that Naby Keita can't do it at Liverpool. I'm being honest with you. I do that with 99% of players, you know. But it's just defensively, like... I just had City on my mind tonight watching that game and I'm thinking if City turn us like that and he's trying to run back, we're in trouble. That's just the way I thought. Um, Oxlade-Chamberlain, um, getting a lot of credit here on the chat um, and got a lot of credit for me during the game as well while I was watching it. You know, gets another goal, good finish. Um, he sets he sets a couple of things up. He has one in the first half where he drops his shoulder onto his right foot and I thought smash it and he drops his shoulder again onto his left and, and it doesn't quite happen for him. But going forward, he... He has got that bit of dynamism, hasn't he, Sean, where, you know, he's not afraid to get it out and, and have a shot. And he, his vision is, it seems to be coming a lot better when he's, when he's bringing others into play. Try the new Big Sky Burger at Roy Rogers. It's Smithfield pulled pork, beer battered onion rings, American cheese, and spicy barbecue sauce on a Kaiser bun. Have a cowboy kind of day at a road, ain't no way you're going wrong. Hey, yeah. DoorDash and Uber Eats available at participating restaurants. Yeah, no, he is. He's stretching teams an awful lot, so he is he get, he's driving the teams. He, he has no fear, absolutely no fear. He drags defenders towards him and everything. The one thing I will say, Gav, is that he has to get his uh, decision-making a little bit better. And it'll come in time. It'll definitely come in time. It's just to release the ball that little bit quicker at times. He's just looking to beat the man, uh, I don't know, once too often, maybe. Yeah, Centurion says we will get we will get a, a run of games like Fabinho. And then we will say we said so. Yeah, listen... Uh, as, uh, there is mitigating factors with, with just going back to Cato for a second and Oxley Chamberlain. There's mitigating circumstances there. You've got one player that was out for a long, long time coming back and, he, and he's finding his way. Um, you know, and you have a Cato that was really unfortunate in the summer. You know, he's he was badly treated in the summer. You know, he's come back. He's had a couple of niggles and stuff like that. And I'm still willing to give him time. I just want to on the ball and stuff I just have no issues so it's just it's just going backwards that's the only thing and it's probably because the, the midfield is so hard working for us that they're usually charging back you know the kind of way where he looks he's like he's, he's struggling a little bit um let me see let me see where was I gonna say um Ox played Bobby's role first time I can remember ever uh, him doing that to Kevin Sullivan yeah he did seem to start in that position he did he dropped a little bit as the game went on but he, yeah he did um, Ox has to figure versus City instead not red I agree although I think it will be from the bench Centurion says Ox and midfield dynamism lazy commentary that I don't think it is lazy Centurion the thing is um, you know 
don't get me wrong, when it comes to Henderson, say for argument's sake, I think Henderson could be so hard working. You know what, you know what I feel on that. Um, but sometimes, you know, he can put the odd good ball in, but it's not very rare you'll see Henderson drop his shoulder and have a shot. That's the, the, a dynamic kind of thing to do in midfield. Maybe the, the, the word dynamic or dynamism is wrong. Just something different. A bit of invention, I suppose, is the word I'm probably looking for. Um, you know, let me see. Maverick says the Ox is looking hungry for chowing down on, on Pepe G's minions on Sunday. I think he'd be brilliant off the bench. I think I'm going to put it out there. I think it will be Fabinho, Wijnaldum, Henderson um, to start the game. And I think if we're looking for someone to with a lot of energy and and to do something different and and, and press City and get on there and maybe make something happen. Even if we're winning the game, just to make something happen to, to kill the game off, I think Oxley Chamberlain's probably our first man. Although Lallana started on Saturday, so what do I know? Um, Centurion says Ox post match saying still ways to go. Yeah, do you know what Centurion? I know it was something in the first half, and I don't know whether you noticed this, Sean. He broke away in midfield, and good burst. Uh, the guy done well to get back. Got the ball, but hit Oxley Chamberlain quite hard in the leg, and he went down kind of awkwardly. But and you know what? He felt it, but he got back up, Sean, and he got up and popped himself up and went, "Yeah, Grant, that has to give you confidence as well." Looking at his recovery and 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 the, and the rehab from the injury, just to see little things like that. Where he's not lying down and worried about himself, he's actually going, yeah, I'm grand, and he's up and playing. That's a good thing to see, isn't it? Absolutely. No, he's um, he's determined in that respect to get straight back from injury. There's nothing really holds him back. His his mindset is is brilliant. He he doesn't worry about injury again. He just even you know some some players coming back from the injuries he's had would be very uh, withdrawn from themselves and held back on the on the pitch. You know, kind of just getting through the game as such mm-hmm. without. Without making any massive impact on their body or the game, but he's he gets stuck in. He's 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 gone straight back to what he was before he got injured. You know, trying to get to that level straight away. Whereas if you even if you want to take it back to Naby Keita, where you could look at and say is he maybe a wee bit hesitant and not trusting his body. Yeah, it could be that, and it could be a case of Naby Keita running back and and thinking if if I push myself that extra bit here, something could go wrong. He could be just nervous of that. He absolutely could. Um, but look, uh, overall, you know, the the both are on the pitch to get to get decent amount of minutes in in their legs um into this game and, and hopefully they both come away with it with no niggles or, or, or stuff like that. Um so we'll we'll have to wait and see come Sunday. Um But just on the ox uh, he was on B T there after Gav, they were interviewing him and he had the ice pack on his ankle, he just says it was just a kick. There's nothing wrong with him. Yeah, but well, listen, there's so many players after games have ice packs on their on their knee or on their ankle and stuff like that. It's just a, it's just to take down the chance of swelling and stuff like that. that. That's absolutely standard stuff, isn't it? Um, Centurion says Fab Hendo Genie midfield is slightly overused. Klopp could go for a surprise. We did play four five one for a while. Not saying a change in formation, but a surprise inclusion. There could be. There absolutely could be. I just think when it comes to this game, I think Klopp will go back to his tried and trusted. Um, I don't think Henderson's in great form, but you know my thoughts on it. Um, if he's out there and he's working hard and he's covering on that right-hand side and allowing Salah to get out of City defence, that could be some way makeshift. I think he may well go there. I was surprised when Alden didn't come off tonight, I will say that. Um, mm-hmm. I was a little bit surprised that the commentary did say early on if Liverpool get ahead in this game and, and are comfortable, you could see when Alan going off with, with Sunday in mind. So we'll have to wait and see on that one. That could be that could be the surprise that you're looking for. Uh, let me see. Um, somebody did say uh, the fixture issue that people are discussing today. 
Yeah, listen, I got, I, we'll, we'll touch on that now in a couple of minutes just after we get through uh, the last couple of players I want to speak about. I have thoughts on that as well, believe it or not. Um, but look, up front, Origi does, Origi does well for me, Sean. He, he works hard. He, he gets in decent positions. He misses a chance in the first half. He, he can be caught out a little bit defensively when he's looking where he should be in relation to the left back, but that's, that's a centre forward playing there. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't really do anything with that. Um, and then you have uh, Mo Salah. Lively, I will give him that. Delighted to see him get the full game because obviously that ankle issue isn't as big as people were making out, fingers crossed. A little bit greedy, for, a little bit greedy. Am I, am I going too far in saying that, Sean? No, I wouldn't say you're going too far. I'd say he was looking for that goal. I'd say even that's the reason Klopp was playing him as well, to try and get him that goal, get, that, get that confidence boost going. Um <coughs> There was one or two times he could have slipped through a couple of players, but um, that's that seems to be Salah's game now. He just, he's <laughs> he takes everything on himself. He's there to score goals. That's it, and he he does seem to he comes across as greedy these days. But I don't know if it is or not. It's hard. To it, do you know what it came across to me? Is it just <clears throat> it looks like someone that just wanted to get themselves a goal. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, just just get himself a goal. He worked very hard. He went. He he worked very hard. I thought. You know, pressing and stuff like that. He went central for a while. Looked quite good. Um, had a couple of chances. You know, uh, like like Dono there says Salah man of the match. Mm, I would. I don't think I give it to Salah. We'll have a little talk on man of the match now in a second as well. Um, uh, Maverick says, Origi, the more he plays, the better he gets. Shame he doesn't play more. I like him off the bench. I like him as that impact player. But I think he did have a good game tonight. I, w- I will give it to Origi. I thought he worked very hard. And, um, yeah, I just thought he had a good game. You know, one of those seven, seven and a half out of ten games, he does get an absolute belt in the neck as he's trying to make that finish, which is fair, fair enough. Um, but no, a good game from Origi, I thought. Um, bit, Carl Duff says, a bit harsh on Salah, thought he played well, nice assist. Yeah, he did get a nice assist, and there was a couple of things that nearly came off him around the box. There was one where he, he put it between his right and left foot, a couple of touches, and if he'd have got through and stuck it away, it would have been an outrageous goal. But, you know, like um, Centurion asked, is the ankle issue affecting the strength of his shots? We don't know. It's But, but I'm t- the positive, the major positive I'm taking out of Salah tonight was he played the game. You know, we, I, I thought in 65 you'd see him hooked and he, you didn't. So th- that's the major thing for me. And look, I wouldn't put a pass Salah to go out and absolutely terrorise City on Sunday. Just he's back in a groove. Maybe the ankle just wasn't quite recovered on Saturday, but he's back now and he got through that and he's fine. I'd love to see him. I'd love to see him um, absolutely flying on Sunday. You know, he did have a couple of half chances. He, he snatched at them a little bit, but that's what made me think. You know, it's one of those games where he is snatching a little bit. He just wants to get that goal and get get on a run again. You know the kind of way. Um, but his last goal, I think, is from the penalty spot, isn't it? He hasn't. Yeah, scored the Spurs one. Yeah, yeah, and he gets that. But I think uh, you know a, a goal where he just jinx past one or two and bashes it in the net, and you kind of go. Oh yeah. no, that's what I'm saying. Like he hasn't scored from open play in a few games, has he? Mm, I. Do you know what? Thinking off the top of my head, I can't remember. But oh. I just think he, he just looked a bit. A bit, a bit over eager. Um, Kevin Sullivan says Salah versus Stones. He's praying for that. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, I'd love it. I think if they're anyway makeshift, I think we have a, a really, really good chance. Not that we don't, anyway. Um, Maverick says at the moment Salah works best when he drags players away and lays off to someone else. Yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, but I just think when he gets central, he just gets a bit of tunnel vision. Um, but he tried to slip in Chamberlain tonight. 
at one stage nearly come off. So it's just one of those things. You know, we, I suppose we're, we're so used to a massive level from Salah that if it drops at all, we're kind of jumping on it. Not jumping on it, but it gets over-egged a little bit. And I'm probably guilty of that as well, which is, which is absolutely fair. Um, was said around this time last season as well, you know. Yeah, but listen, if you look back, he's probably on a decent goals record compared to last season and the season before. So, um, and listen, if Salah wants to go and score only another six or seven goals between now and the new year, um, then click into gear and go absolutely fucking mental on the league. I'm all for it. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be um, objecting to that. Centurion says I'm only calling that team Dubai FC. Uh, okay, no problem. Um, just just going away from the game for a little bit and. Um, you know, the League Cup and the quarterfinal and Klopp spoke last week about finding a slot for us or you let Arsenal go through or, or Villa um, if, if it doesn't suit us. It's come out today that uh, we will play on the 17th of December. Um, the day before um, did we, we play in the World Club Cup. Um, what, what do you make of this? Because it, it doesn't seem to add up for me looking at Klopp's comments last week and then you see that they've moved it one day for us and we seem to be gone with it what do you make of it? It's a disgrace of a situation for starters anyway to be expecting any team to fulfil that kind of fixture um, while also uh, endorsing them to head over to play in that Club World Cup it's uh, it's very hard to get your head around Gav exactly what's going on there have they got pissed off with Klopp's comments after the game against uh, Arsenal the other night where he says they pull out of the competition and just they've stayed stubborn and you know, says, no, this is what we're going with, like it or lump it. But, I don't know, I think the club have to take a stance on that. It's too much to ask. Yeah, like, the, the club have said that, that they looked at alternative dates and they didn't really suit the the alternative dates that were put forward didn't suit all parties and they've decided to go with two different squads. So, you know, just... I don't know, like, obviously the club have, have talked about this, but, but to see Klopp make them comments last week and then to come out and look at it and go, oh, well, they moved it a day and, and we're going to play it. What do you think the plan is here? Because surely the first team squad, manager, assistants, physios, everybody else are heading off to whatever they're playing this. I keep forgetting where they're playing this fucking thing. Um, Qatar, oh, uh, Qatar, hmm? sorry. I, and I don't know why I, I I just keep having different places Dubai in my head I don't know why and like it's Qatar just keeps drifting. it just keeps drifting out of my head I don't know what it is but you know like surely all all them are have a plan in place there's, there's logistics to it there's literally you know plans right up to the day they're leaving to get over there to acclimatise different things like that are they just going to turn around now and put the 23 as manager in charge of Liverpool in, in a in a cup competition in England with the 23 squad and go here you just play that we're off to Qatar is that what you think is going to happen here? I think that's exactly what's going to happen because there's going to be no senior players left behind anyway maybe Markovic might get a game if he's still hanging around Melbourne or something but uh, that, genuinely there's going to be no one there there's not going to be a case of Lover maybe getting a game or Gomez even stepping in they're going to be with the first team squad over from Qatar because, yeah, because they're going it's to... not one game it's two games you know it's yeah. two games if we if we win the first one it's two games so you're going to be looking to rotate while you're over there anyway because we come back to play Leicester um, on the 26th of December then exactly there's there's going to be no chance I was even expecting maybe the likes of Harvey Elliott and that to, to get a run out over in the Club World Cup mm. that, that plan has changed now I'd say I'd like you know, they are going to go have to go with the 23s, and, and it's amazing to show that, uh, I suppose, an unwillingness from the, the from the EFL 
and whoever and the FA whoever is involved to not say, listen, can we not just put this back a couple of weeks, get them in a slot where we can get Liverpool, the actual Liverpool side, you know, going to going to play in this cup quarter final, which which you know Carabao are probably paying a lot of money to, to sponsor. Now Liverpool are literally going to wander in and go, there's a there's the team that we'd play in the fucking Johnston Paint Trophy if we were in it, and that that's all you're getting. But in, on another side of it as well, would you not think as well that the Premier League would be looking for uh, Liverpool to represent them properly at the Club World Cup and win it? As a that'll be a massive endorsement for the league coming back, having the the world champions, the club world champions in the Premier League playing in the league. It'd be a huge thing for English football, I would have thought. Yeah, Real Madrid did a massive thing out of being the, the club world champions. Yeah, but like it's just for me, like you know. Um, the Premier League wants them to go over and play this because it's a FIFA competition and they want them to play it. But then we you know you're involved, you're involved in the, the, the football league and stuff like that. So it's, there's obviously so many parties involved here that it's, it's hard to nail something down. It just surprised me. Um, look, I, I, I'd have, like people are saying, like there, um, Kevin Sullivan says it's actually two games no matter what, there's a tour and four plays playoff. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, for your interest, for your interest, in fact, Qatar is actually pronounced Qatar, according to Maverick. Uh, fair play to you. Um, Alvaro de said, got to see this as a minutes for the fringe players and the regular players nearly re- never really get out with top gear, top of the group job done. That's just going back to the game. Um, yeah, absolutely top of the group and, and a win against Napoli, um, sorts us out. But, you know, people will say, like, this is great for the under 23s to go there, but it's not if they like go out and put out a full team and bash them. Do you know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong, imagine Liverpool going and winning there, but I just think it's, you know, I think there's, there is grounds to turn around and go, listen, we're not putting our, our youngsters up against, a, you know, a, what is probably a top 10 Premier League site in a cup quarter final just for use. You know, the kind of way, maybe, maybe I'm, um, maybe, maybe I suppose it's just me, but I hope the 23s go there and get a result. And if they don't, at least be extremely competitive in it, you know, otherwise it, it's probably a great experience, but it, you know, getting a bashing is not a great experience. You know the kind of way. So we'd have to wait and see. But maybe they're also looking at the fact that you know how, how humiliating they looked when United spin the, the FA Cup off all them years ago in favour of the Club World Cup that time. Maybe they were holding firm and not letting that happen again, and kind of making an example out of Liverpool this time. Maybe, maybe so. Um, I don't know if Liverpool were actually in a position to say no, we're out of this cup. I don't know, but um, it's just a curious one for me, especially with Klopp's comments last week, because I don't think Klopp's making them comments off his own back. You know the kind. Um, no, it's a bit foolish now as well. In the same time, mm, Kevin Sullivan says, "I honestly think we should just pull out of them, pull out of this competition, so, uh, bollocks to them." Yeah, listen, uh, it's um, it's it's. It's it's just one of those. We're gonna to have to wait and see, you know. But hope, regardless of what team goes out and plays, Villa, let's hope they come and do a job. It'd be absolutely amazing if they did. But I can see it being a twenty threes job. I can't see anyone that's was ever gonna figure in in Qatar um, turning up for that game. Uh, just listen, all guests this week. I'm gonna have a little chat about Man City. Um, how they're feeling uh, with what five days to go um, and a little prediction. So, uh, Sean, you're the first one up this week. How are you feeling now? How will you be feeling as the week goes on? Week goes on, and uh, how do you feel this game will go? Prediction wise, I'm not too bad at the moment, but come Sunday I'll probably be hiding behind the couch. Um, no, all in all, I think we're all right for it. I think uh, I'm fairly confident for the game. I'd say team wise, I'd say it'll be exactly what we expect. As you said earlier, there'll be the same midfield: Henderson, Genie, and Fabinho. And um, 
I think we'll be okay against them, Gav. I'm not too worried about them this time round, to be honest. I think defensively, they're obviously very weak at the moment, and I think we're going to exploit that heavily. Um, but uh, prediction-wise, then I'd say I'd go with a 2 now. Comfortable enough. You're going for a 2-0 win on Sunday, and that will put us nine points clear. Um, I said on the uh, post, I think it was the post-match show after Villa, I said if we beat City and go nine points clear, I believe um, the league could be could well and truly be done. Um, would you go along with that, or am I being over, over optimistic? No, I... Jeez. You never want to jinx it. <laughs> Very superstitious, but... Um, Realistically, it should be. It should be done and dusted. If you go nine points clear and they can't, you know, they have only one game to get you back, really, as such. You know, the way things are going, neither team are dropping too many points. But um, it should be done and dusted, yeah. No. It should be true. So you're, you're in the boat that we go nine points clear, you feel oh. it's done. Um, yeah, listen, I, I genuinely believe that. I can't see, I just can't see this Liverpool side. And I suppose that, that this period in December will be huge and we'll have a much better idea when we come out the back end of it but I just can't see any other team in the league out down Liverpool by three three plus results um, as the week goes uh, as the season goes on I really don't um, During December Gav I think you'll see an awful lot of games go the way it went this evening I think you'll see Klopp managing the team through games and just, just picking up wins there'll be nothing exciting about it it might be a wee bit of a hard watch at times but I think it'll just be a case of three points and out mm. Yeah, no, uh, listen, if uh, I'll do anything for three points of the weekend. Kevin Sullivan has 2-1. Uh, Maverick says he sees a draw, but he's praying for a win. Um, he also says we're still living uh, rent-free in Pep's head. Uh, look, um, if you subscribe to YouTube, absolutely amazing. Stay subscribed. If you don't, if you're watching this and you're not a subscriber on YouTube, just hit the subscribe button. This month, and for this month only, uh, all new subscribers are in with a chance of winning a prize, plus the same prize... Um, I've got the, the same prize twice, basically. And subscribers that were subscribers to the 31st of October are in with a chance just for being loyal subscribers, I suppose. Um, I can tell you that um, the lad that uh, gave me the prizes is the lad that you see the scroll across the bottom of the screen, Moe's Designs. He, If you go onto his shop, um, if you go onto at Moe's Designs on Twitter and you go to his shop and you click on it, um, you'll see... Deadly, deadly artwork, to be honest with you. And he's done a lovely one of the European Cup where, like, it's all kind of, um, I think it's quotes and stuff like that. And, uh, it might be players' names and stuff. I can't actually remember. I just, I can vision in my head. It's, it's a really nice piece of artwork to look at. I have two of them to give away at the end of the month. So subscribers up to the 21st of October, don't worry, you're in with a chance. Subscribers from the 21st or 1st of November up until the 30th of November. If you subscribe, stay subscribed, you're in with a chance as well. So there's all the more reason to subscribe to the channel. Um, and we, we will be bringing you more stuff on YouTube, which will be YouTube only based. Just extra little bits, bits and pieces we're doing as the season goes on. Um, that's the Fatback Forward Daily for tonight. Sean, thanks a million for joining me. Thanks, Gav. Appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate it too. And I'll, um, I'll talk to you soon. We will be back tomorrow night, uh, Wednesday at 10 p.m. I'm not too sure who the guest is yet. I'm going to sort that out this evening or tomorrow at some stage, but I'll let you know when we put out the tweet around 6 p.m. That's been it. That's been the Fatback Four Daily. Liverpool beat Gang 2-1, top the group in the Champions League. Roll on City. Um, yeah, the, the talk about that starts from tomorrow evening, let's be honest. Uh, bring it on. Over and out. Tired of lying awake, tossing and turning, just hoping for a few hours of sleep? Get the sleep you crave with the one-of-a-kind Tempur-Pedic. 
Only Tempur-Pedic uses proprietary temper material that continuously adapts and responds to your body to relieve pressure so you get deep, uninterrupted sleep all night, every night. The Tempur-Pedic Summer of Sleep starts now with all Tempur-Pedic mattresses on sale and savings up to $500 on adjustable sets. Learn more at Tempur-Pedic.com. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un Fileo Fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Sports Social Podcast Network.